brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I got to fix my camera because it got messed up. How's everyone doing? Sarge, are you there? Come in, Houston. I, I, I hope so. All right, let me hear you. Let it, me... It, is that is that better? Because Yeah, that's good. That's fine. You're fine. We're all five good. By, five by five? We're all good here. We're all good here. On today's episode, we're talking about my experience with Elder Scrolls Online, jumping back in. Uh, we're going to talk about the DLC that's coming out for it, uh, which is uh, is all is a year year long thing, but starting out, it's called Elder Scrolls Online Greymore. Uh, it's part of the Dark Heart of Skyrim year long adventure. Um, we're going to talk about Bethesda, about what they're doing back into Christmas time. There was a hack that went into effect that basically was stealing everything from everybody uh, and they're, what they're doing with that. We're going to speculate on Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 because there is a post about them starting to hire for Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, I'm going to show some footage of this MMO called Last Oasis, um, which they're asking for clans to come into their things. So they want to test it out. Uh, we're going to talk about Ghostbusters. Uh, the newest Ghostbusters was... Everyone thought Bill Murray was coming back, and we're going to see if he is coming back. Um, we're going to talk about the Xbox. We finally saw the ports, Sarge. The back of the Xbox. Everyone was freaking out during the Game Awards show. Well, how many How many USBs do you yeah, need? You, you need to know what all the ports are. You need all how many the, How many USBs do you need? We're going to be talking about the PlayStation 5 DualShock new controller, and then there's another game coming out that IGN has the first gameplay of called Disintegration. Uh, one of the creators of Halo is the one of the creators of that game. So that is on the docket today. Sarge has the helmet. Sarge has the helmet. Not only yeah, does he have, he yeah, has the, yeah. he's got the real yeah. helmet now. Yeah, I got the real, I got the real deal, he's, bro. He's ready just in case we actually go to World War Three. He's got, yeah, he's got the helmet ready. ready to go. So, yeah, yeah. all right. So first things first. You can watch us every week. Right here, mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. You could also watch us past broadcasts on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and like five other platforms. Uh, so make sure you listen. And I'm also doing a daily podcast that's over on all the audio formats every single day of the year. 365 episodes will be this year. Every single day, there's a little small little Anywhere between five minutes and 15 long minute conversation uh, of topics. So that's what's happening. Uh, all right. So a couple weeks ago, I announced that I'm done with Destiny. I said, I'm done with Destiny. And it left kind of a void. I was like, all right, I'm done with Destiny. I'm going to play Marvel Avengers when it comes out in May. I'm going to play Cyberpunk when it comes out in April. And then last week, we all had a conversation about how Cyberpunk is being delayed and Avengers is being delayed and I'm not playing Destiny. And I'm like, holy shit, I need something to do. So last week I played Tomb Raider. 
I just played this game, but it's a four-hour game called My Friend is pa- My Friend Pedro, which is a side scroller. Reminds me of Shadow Complex, which is the game I was trying to remember last week. Brain thought of it when I was playing Pedro. My friend is Pedro. It's a side scroller that's got like some depth to it, right? And it's weird, man. It's fucking weird. There was like the people that created this game were definitely on something. Acid, cocaine, something. They were on something. Uh, yeah, Dying Light 2 is also on indefinite delay. It's the year of delays, which is fine. I think we should just delay 2020. We should just we should have just stayed in, ni- in in 2019 and just delayed 2020 because everything is delayed in 2020 and everyone's like, everything's fine. It's okay with delays. It's okay, Sarge. Everything is delayed. It's it's you know what the the conversation has to change eventually. It just does. The conversation that we have about if it's delayed or not delayed. It was, I I know it sounds ridiculous, but in the day of video games, when the game was done, they announce it's done, they promote it, they get pre-orders for it, and then we move the fuck on. Now we have this pre-hype, doesn't work, roadmap, doesn't work, delayed, we want pre-orders, then we're going to talk about it for another year, then the game doesn't come out. It's like, when your game is done, tell us. The reason they do it, yeah, just tell us. The reason they do a date is because of pre-orders, right? They're like, oh, it's coming out in May. Get your pre-orders in. Um, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the game I filled in, Elder Scrolls Online, right? And then Brain's a brain's a, uh, a pusher, right? So he, he gifted me. Yeah, he's a pusher. Yeah, el- el- elsewhere. Elsewhere? Is that what it's called? Elsewhere? Um, he gifted that to me, which I haven't even touched yet. I've just dabbled back into ESO. I'm slowly getting my feet back into it, right? I'm level I was level 42 when I started. I'm level 46, 47 now. I've been playing constantly for the four-hour blocks for the last two and a half days, right? So I played on uh Did you get, did you get your rotation down yet? Like what your guys Yeah, played? yeah, yeah. I'm starting to get it now. I, I remembered my build that I have, but literally when you stop playing a game like that and then and you jump back in, you're like, what the hell I have was no I doing? Idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I was like, what the hell am I doing? And at this point. I don't care. Like I'm just like selling everything, uh, deleting everything, uh, building everything. I'm like whatever. I don't even care what's in my inventory. I just keep cycling through stuff. Um, I'll be like, I'll, I'll find what I like later, right? I'm actually quite enjoying myself, and the sheer amount. And I know I haven't played in a long time, right? Because I played, I played, I played for about a year on the Mac when it first came out in 2011. Okay. I played it for about a year on my Mac. I was so excited that I could play a game on the Mac. Okay. And then I started getting, uh, well, then I had a kid and then I had, you know, streaming and stuff and I stopped playing and then I casually got it for the Xbox and I played it. I played it a lot. I had a character at 42. I had a character at 10. I had a character at six and I had a character at, at like three. Okay. And I absolutely loved it. But when I started streaming, it kind of went down. There was like a, a lot of cheating going on. There was a lot of stuff that was wrong with the game when it first came out, especially on console. But man, let me tell you, there is so much to do. There's well over 2000, if not more that I can tell of quest lines. Like as I have a quest and I'm going through a territory, more quests just keep popping up. And I don't want to be like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to veer off to go get this one now. And then I, I go, I, I start going down the rabbit hole of doing quests, right? Well, the problem the problem with the 
with that game, just like World of Warcraft is the same. It's like you 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 want to be invested in quests and get you know do the ones in the in the region that yes. you are. But but what ends up happening is is that if you start to pick them up like a laundry list, then it loses all connectivity with the like what what are you doing in that zone? Right. So you, it feels like it feels like you're just doing stuff, not that you're part of a story. That's the part that got a little crazy. You have to you can't just pick them all up. You got to wait. And like when someone tells you to go to a certain zone, then you kind of immerse yourself in that zone and then do the quest in that zone so you can follow the story. If you keep jumping around, it just feels right. like a laundry list. Well, right now I said I'm going to I'm going to do the main story, right? And I've been doing the main story for the last 16 hours. Okay? Now mind you, I'm level 42. I've been doing the main story when I played like 3 years ago. I was already doing the main story. And then I came back and I started doing more of the story. Once I was done with the main story, it doesn't even say main quest anymore. But at the end of this main quest, it told me to go see this person in this region. And then I went to this region and I started doing more of a quest. And it just kind of flowed back in. And there's so much to do. I'm still overwhelmed. I'm still overwhelmed. Brain's helping me along. Uh, War helped me along the other day. Um, I've been watching videos to see what, what the hell's going on. And... That's what, you have to, that's what you have to do. You have to watch, like, videos and things to catch yeah, up. Yeah, So... I asked Brain, I go, how far is this? I was like, are we close to the main story? He goes, no, this is a good part of it. He goes, but you're about one-third done with the main quest line. I'm like, what? One-third? I was like, there's no way, right? But there's just so much to do, and there's so much land to go, and I don't even have a lot of the DLC. Then I go look back at the DLCs, okay? There's there's DLCs galore in this game, right? There's Greymore, there's Harstorm, which is, these are two are coming out later. There's Dragonhold, which is out. Scale Breaker that's out, Elsewhere that's out, Wrathstone that's out, Merc Somerset was Somerset was the big oh, one. Hold on, Merc Mares, Wolf Hunter, Somerset, Dragon Bo uh, Bones, uh, Clockwork City, Horns of Reach, Morrowind, Homestead, One Tamriel, Shadows of Heast, Dark Brotherhood, Thieves Guild. Right, these are all things that have happened over the years. Right, and this is like if you're coming in and you've never played this game before. Buckle up. There's a shit ton of DLC. Now, here's the here's the kicker. You can pay for all of these separately, right? And do them as you, as you see fit. Or you could pay the monthly subscription, which is the ESO Plus, which is, uh, I think, $15. You can do $13 if you pay for the whole year, or $11, I think it is, a month if you, if you do the whole year. Um, and this gets you everything except elsewhere, right? Elsewhere, I think that's how you pronounce it, right? Is else? Yes. Elsewhere? Elsewhere. Um, except elsewhere. Elsewhere comes out free with the plus in the summertime. Once the next expansion comes out. Because there's chapters. The chapters are elsewhere. Somerset. Um, uh, what's the other one? Morwin. Um, yeah. And then there's DLC game packs. And inside the DLC game packs, there's different levels. More story, more content, different regions, a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so the next one coming out uh, that's that's due out in February is Greymore. Okay, which is actually Harrowstorm, which is a DLC game pack that's coming out, coming soon, free with ESO Plus membership. The dark the dark heart Skyrim begins here. Uh, commence the epic story of two new dungeons. Unnatural storms swirl around the frozen island of Ice Reach. Fight your way through a fringe ruins and put the end to the unholy ruth, uh, ritual. 
Explore a long-forgotten, brutal ground to stop the group of merciless grave robbers from losing the ancient remains, and unlock new rewards including powerful new gear sets, achievements, collectibles, and more. Okay? And then there's Greymore, which comes out, I think, in, like, May. And then there's... The, or, I'm sorry, like, April. And then there's another one that comes out in June, which is... Maybe maybe Greymore is the one that comes out in June. But there's four expansions this year of the year-long season pass or whatever, right? And you can, again, you can take it in two different forms. You can purchase each one separately and just do each chapter to add to your game. Or you pay for a monthly fee. But if you stop paying for that monthly fee... You don't have access to those sections anymore, so you would have to purchase them separately, right? You see how this this works? There's a lot of stuff that you can buy. I don't even know what you can buy. There's a lot of microtransactions and stuff like that. Here's the difference that I like about this game because it's an MMO compared to a game like Destiny or any of these other um, games as service games, okay? I'm okay paying a monthly fee for a game that I know has fucking content, okay? And there's a shit ton of content in this game, okay? If you played it from the start, maybe not as much, but if I had to pay a monthly fee and have thousands of thousands of quest lines that are not the same, okay, and there's actually rich story, voice acting, different scenes and different dungeons and different things to do, I'd rather pay three months worth to see if, and if I complete it, I move on to the next DLC comes out, right? Instead of keep going back going, I'm just going to keep playing this game until I'm dead in the... I stop paying for the subscription model, I stop getting the game. Instead of just... Well, in in, in defense, I'm the kind of guy that would, would buy them slowly over time. If I wanted to get back into it, I wouldn't do the monthly subscription. Right. I would actually purchase... The, I would purchase <clears throat> the actual DLC and keep it. Well, they also put on top of that their... Part of the plus, um, and brains in chat, so he can he can tell me more. But you get unlimited. Yeah, I know the, the spaces and space stuff. Space and stuff like that with the plus, right? So there is benefits more to keep it. And then Bossman came in you last act, night. You act, you act like a you're like a hoarder. All you got to yes. do is pick certain characters to do specific jobs, and you transfer those items to those characters. It's not like a huge. I don't need to have like a a, a garage sale. Because I, I got to hoard everything and then I paid extra money. Like well, if you just if you figure out what your characters are doing, you just transfer those items to those characters. It is it is nice though when brain sure, it's convenient. Yeah, when brain calls up a banker or the the uh, the merchant, we're like in a dungeon. He just calls a banker and merchant. And they appear in front of us, and then I just divvy out my stuff to him. Okay, right. if you don't have that, you have to go back to a to a point. And, and yeah, do it. Yeah, I know. You actually have to leave the dungeon and go someplace else. Yeah, yeah. like everyone had a done, has done for the last 25 years. Yeah, yeah. well aware. So, uh, so I'm actually, I'm really excited about this. I It's starting, it, I'm not, I'm not a, it's not grasping yet. It's got a hold of me. That's because, that's because you got nothing else knocking on your door. Correct. That's why. Correct. Well, I know I'm taking the opportunity because I said there's no cyberpunk. Th there's nothing. There's nothing coming out. There's, there's nothing, nothing I really there, want to play. There's literally nothing. And I want to, I want to play something. And the quarters of time just didn't do it for me for for destiny right i just don't want to go back listen listen this first three four months now you could play all these indie, indie games that came out i've been doing that you know yep. what i mean well there's, there's so many other games worth your time now because <clears throat> the, the, the the promise train of all these games that are supposed to come out they're going to delay it. so we want right. something else the there's year, always something 20, there's always something 2020 the year of playing your your game list that you haven't that you've been putting off right play Probably. play play their past <clears throat> so going for me so which I, a lot of us, we're actually going to play it tonight. So if you're or after this, the podcast, 
Sarge's gonna come in. We're gonna do some dungeon runs and whatever, and just have just have a blast. I, I don't want to get too bogged down with. Oh, I don't, I'm not I'm not specked out or anything. Just just go into a fucking dungeon and have 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 some fun. I'll 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 figure out what my guy spec does. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna be doing that after the podcast. Next up, we're staying with Bethesda, right? We're staying in the realm of Elder Scrolls and and. During the holiday season, there was this massive bug, not bug. Super hack. The yeah. hack that someone did where basically people were going in and stealing everything from everybody yeah, your entire, on PC. Right, your, whatever you had on the character. Everything. Everything. Everyone's like, well, what are they doing? It took, them, it took them about 26 hours to pull it down, right, to fix it. And then people were still missing their stuff. It's been a month almost. Okay, it's almost been a month. Well, everyone's back from the holidays. They're back right. into work mode Actually, now. it is a month. It is a month today. Yeah. Because it released on the 23rd. So what they did was ban anybody because they, they know who did it, right? They, they know because it keeps track of everything. It's like if you go right. to Disney World and you have that bracelet on, they know where you are. They know where you're going. They know where you've been. They know how long you stood still, okay? Video games now know where you're going, the, the path that you travel to do the thing, okay? Very simple for them to know who uh, – yeah, we're playing, we're playing on Xbox. We're playing on Xbox, indeed. <clears throat> um. It's very easy to find out who did what. Anyway, so if you were one of the people that were one of the hackers that did this and you stole a bunch of shit from people, they are now doing permabans. Not only are they doing permabans, not the account ban, they're doing system ban, meaning they IP banned them. So if they go out and buy another copy, right, and, and, and buy a new computer because they're this much of a troll... Well, well, no new new computer will get you in nope, because it'll be a different off. IP address. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah, true, right? But the game and but that's you're, really and you're, that's a really committed hacker, bully. right? Right. If you're if you're doing spend spend eight hundred dollars to go get another copy of Fallout seventy six, <laughs> so you can you can hack somebody. So basically, what's happening is they're banning those people permanently, okay, and they're giving uh, money back. So if you were affected. And you lost everything. They're taking your character and bringing it back to December twentieth. Okay, so they're doing like a wayback machine, right? So basically, they took a copy of your character from December twentieth and now gave it to you again. So all your inventory that you had then is basically it's a mule just sitting there until you take the stuff off of him and and put it somewhere. But what's happening now, okay, is people. Let's say you had this rare weapon. Okay, now you have two rare weapons because some people are getting duplicates because they had it and then they duplicated and for some reason they're getting double the weapons, so, which is not a bad thing. But now people are worried because of the economy, right? Because now they have two of the same weapon and now they can give that weapon out and then pay and so on and so forth. Let's be honest, the economy wasn't the best to begin with anyway. But Bethesda's starting to show a little bit of kindness here because they said they couldn't do this in the past, right? And now they actually resetted the time machine for those players that got hacked, only the people that submitted tickets. If you got hacked and you didn't submit a ticket, you're not... Then you don't care anyway. Right, you're not going to get it, right? You don't care. What's the difference? So they're also giving... If you were a, um, a first member, right, with the Fallout first, you get 5,000 atoms or 5200 atoms on top of all your gear back and if you're not a first member you get 8000 okay back and you get your gear back right so which is it's about a $65 $70 value of of stuff so you're getting all your stuff back and you're getting 
basically you could buy Fallout 76 again, or you could buy the Fallout First Edition, whatever. And they're also giving, I think, a, a month free or three months free of the of the Fallout First if you want your private servers, right? Because they really want people to to go towards that way to play single player. Um, but at least they took care of it, right? At least they finally came out a month sure. later, and it's like the uh, the nylon bags situation again, right? They finally they finally yeah, took it. It's like building a house without doors, and then when you get robbed, you complain, and then they put doors in, and they tell you we fixed it. Thanks. Uh, Inky, just to let you know, Elder Scrolls Online is on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass on, on Xbox, you can play Elder Scrolls on there uh, for, the, for the monthly fee of the, of the Game Pass. So, don't know if you knew that. Um, <clears throat> if you wanted to play. I'm not forcing you. I'm just letting you know if you didn't know. It's on, it's on Game Pass. Um, so going from Fallout 76, okay, Wastelands is starting to... Okay, you don't have it. Wastelands is starting to, to, to build up speed. They're, they're doing playtesting right now for uh, uh, servers, only on PC. And they only invited the hardcore players right now to help them figure out, to playtest it, and so on. People are not allowed to, to share information, but of course, as soon as people got into the system, they started sharing information, leaks, screenshots, and stuff. And by the way those people are banned now because they released information because they're idiots. And they're like, I want, I want to be famous for 10 seconds on a podcast that no one ever watches. Right. So there you go. So they, they, they hacked the system. They, they shared their information and they're banned now from the actual play testing. Um, and their accounts got banned for the regular game as well. So sounds good. Wastelanders is in, 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 in form right now. And, Right now, they have uh, they they talked about it. it says Fallout coming Fallout seventy six inside the vault. New arrivals coming to Appalachia in the wastelands. Welcome back to the inside of the vault. This week, we're sharing introductions to the sellers and the raiders, two new factions that you will meet when the wastelands update arrives. We've also got a brief update. Let me bring this up on screen. We also have a brief update. Uh, Wastelands PTS, as well as a reminder about limited time cosmetic rewards you can gain uh, claim if you're a Twitch Prime member. Meet the major wasteland factions. Humans, let me make this a little bit bigger. Humans are on their way back to Appalachia in the upcoming wasteland update. But of course, not everyone is prepared for the same ex exceptional training that you receive inside the Vault 76. Band together with other like-minded folks and working towards common goals has given the groups you met survival purpose and to find new homes in the wasteland. Settlers and the Raiders are two major factions you will encounter in the quest uh, around Appalachia after the Wasteland update. And we would like to give you a bit of spoiler-free background on each one. Here's the Settlers Foundation. It's like a, a log so cabin. Settlers are the, are the good guys. Yep. And the Raiders are the asshole trolls who are going to come after you every three seconds. Right, so led by Paige, the former head of Construction Worker Union in Washington, D.C., the Settlers are hardworking industrial crew, primarily made of people who are well-versed and how to construct a run a city after hearing the Appalachian might offer some refuge from the trials of the wasteland. They made their way into the area in hopes of finding a safe place to begin rebuilding. They broke ground at Spruce Knob and began to repurpose the existing buildings. Uh, cleared in surrounding trees and fledging city and began taking shape with the dubbed foundation. These sellers may know the way around the construction equipment, but they have no idea what challenges you have and others have faced in Appalachia during the past year. What I like about this Say what you say about Bethesda fucking up this whole thing. But what I like they what, did. Right, what they did. What I like what they're doing with the game right now is it's evolving, right? I've always talked about games like this. Like, okay, well, no, no, no. It's not evolving. 
It's being created. Well, that's there, fine. There's, there, there's a difference. No, no, but what I'm saying is I always said like Grand Theft Auto with that hotel in the center of the thing. I wish over the years that they would have completed it. It would have it would complete it, right? They changed huh. they changed the, the casino. The casino opened. I like stuff like that. I like the fact that they're repurposing areas that you've been to this last year and now it's changed, right? So people from DC are moving into the into the Virginia area and now they've they've made a base. So the same place you've been going to, Knob Spruce, for the last year is now gonna look different. It's like Cataclysm did for for World of Warcraft, right? It's completely different. I personally just like stuff like that happens. It's not a new game. It's an update in the game you were playing. Like De- Destiny sure. One was cool. If Destiny Two just came over to Destiny One, instead they ended it, started a new game, and then it, it didn't really evolve. It just kind of new game, right? You know what I'm saying? It's a, there's a little difference there. So that's the settlers. This is their their base that they have. And then here's the Raiders base. Look at the Raiders base. They look fucking badass. Look at it's like an airplane fuselage or a space station. It's the space station rig that they've turned into the base. Raider, Raiders are just assholes. I've played enough Fallout games to know that Raiders are just total pricks. That's right. all they well, do. Now you all they, pick- they, they don't know how to farm. They don't know how to build. They don't know how to make anything. So all they do is steal shit. Well, right? So all the, the, the whole main goal in any Fallout game is to execute every Raider you see because they're fucking useless. Well, it'll be interesting right. to see what happens here. They are here. useless. It'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens because now... Um, people can pick factions. You can pick the good side or the bad side. I, I would give them a little happy face on the screen if after this releases and it releases within a it, and it releases decently, which means it's not like riddled with bugs. Right. That if you fund the founders, their city gets stronger, or if you fund the raiders, the raiders get stronger, and then they take over different areas of the map. That would be interesting. I, that would make the game interesting. That that's the reason why you would have factions in the game, ergo all factions in any game. Why you created a faction? I I hope so. They do something I would like that. I would be happy if I they did it. something like that. I'd be interested. But you and I both know that all time. Anytime we ever talk about factions and how they're supposed to work in video games. Nobody has done it yet. Except nobody. Except there's two games that I know off the top of my head: Star Wars Galaxies. Well, uh, there are player factions. Yep. And Albion Online, which I know I talk about a lot. Yes. We just don't. We just don't play it. But Albion Online reminds me of Star Wars Galaxies so much. I was just talking about this on stream the last couple of days. I love the faction-based stuff. I hope. Look, I like. Fallout 76. I had fun playing Fallout 76. I want Fallout 76 to succeed like No Man's Sky did when No Man's Sky bombed and then came back from the dead. I would love to see the game Fallout 76 come to life again with this update and hopefully they do some cool things. I hope it's not bug-ridden and all janky and all this shit happening because that's a shame. I, I, I never want a game to suck. Okay, I I like truly want this game to be good. Is it going to be good? I don't know at this point. It's nothing any, tells me it's going. Any to be. game, any game can be good five years after it comes out, bro. Right. Well, any game can be good five years after it well, comes out. You've had five extra years to work on Elder it. Elder Scrolls while, Online. While while the piece of shit is out, they're working on it, trying to make it better. Yes, your game should improve. So if after five years your game is out and it hasn't improved, then just. Just shut down. Well, this is this is what I was about to say, right? Fallout 76 is to what Elder Scrolls is to Skyrim. ESO, I know it's two different games, right? But Skyrim hasn't been out for, what, 11 years? Like, it's been out for... The, for 
that that's not true. A re-release of Skyrim has been out every yeah, other year. Yeah, I understand that since its release. But what I'm saying is, Grand Theft Auto model. They have a single player game, and then there's the online game. the The single sure. player game came out six years ago, but the online game has been living on since the single player game came out. Same with Red Dead. Red Dead came out a year ago, and the online version is 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 giving the lifespan on on it. Skyrim was a single player game, and their multiplayer online, like Grand Theft Auto Online, like Red Dead Online, is ESO. ESO, the reason we haven't seen a Skyrim, and they're not rushing Skyrim in any way, shape, or form, is because ESO is out, right? The next expansion for ESO is Skyrim. Yes, it's a thousand years in the past, but it's still Skyrim, right? It's still it's still this like living, breathing thing that people are like, oh man, I would really like to live in Skyrim again. And that's what they're banking on, on, on that type of stuff. Correct. So Fallout 76 is the answer to Fallout series like Fallout 4 to live on like a, a, a developing world where this is actually an MMO. This it's is a piss poor MMO, but yes, co correct. But if they can improve this and they bring back what people asked for, which we speculated when it first came out, I said they are going to release NPCs later down the road. They just want you to make your establishment like you lived in the world in the, in, in the new fallout and yeah, then yeah. everyone moved in afterwards. And look, that's exactly what's happening. Okay? Imagine if I have a time machine to go way back when to tell you that's exactly what I said it was going to happen. And now this is what they're doing. Yes, but leaving out leaving out a feature and then bringing it back later as a DLC to help improve the game is... is well, if it was a single player... lazy. No, no. But if it was a single player game, if this was just Fallout 76 and it wasn't a multiplayer game, I think you would have had a single player game. But because it was a multiplayer experience... They were trying something, okay? It failed. Okay, let's just be honest. It failed. It, yeah. it, it exceeded in some places, but it failed. And now they're down there bringing in the NPCs. So now if you want to play it like you wanted to, you could literally play Fallout 76, paying $100 a year, or as Jim Sterling says, $100 fucking dollars a year, right? Uh, you can play by yourself in your private server for this. Right, my private server. But mm -hmm. what I'm saying is, ESO, when it first came out, sucked. It struggled, okay? About three, four years ago, okay? It's been out for eight years. About three, four years ago is when it made a turn, okay? So, I, yes, know, it's, I know it's hard. The structure, of, the structure of what ESO was there, I forget exactly what it was about it. It was... It was, it was I think it, it was, was MMO it was, light it was depth, is what it was. The, the it was, depth yes. of the game wasn't there. It was MMO light is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they've added stuff. They've added more content and more content, and they really are making good promises now with the ESO side. I know it's hard to believe now. We're only going into year two of Fallout 76. One, your opinion and speculation here, do you think Fallout 76 could do what Elder Scrolls did, the ESO did, when it struggled in the beginning like No Man's Sky struggled, like Battlefront 2 struggled, do you think Fallout 76 can come back from the depth, from being dead, basically, okay, it's on life support, do you think they can bring this back around and make it a, a viable option for people to play? I, I, I believe that the, the theory of the game, what they want it to be, is sound. The problem is, is that I don't believe for one moment all the people worked on that game that Todd said worked on that game. There's no way 
that all those studios pitched in to help make this game the way that they talked about it prior to the release. All right, now, getting that lie out of the way and the fact that they tried to rush a cash grab game to market because they needed to have something for their fiscal year to put down on the books. That's exactly what it was. There's no hiding from that. Okay? So now you have a game. Its skeleton is kind of there. The people, the fans that know Fallout are there. They're waiting. Even though most people have given up, like, I got something else to play. I don't care. But in their minds, they're like, you know what? I want to race it from my hard drive. Let's see what they do with it. Right. Okay? Right. So now, the reason why they charged 100 bucks a year for it is because they wanted to milk whoever they could that was going to back them. The season ticket holders. Right. That's correct. So the people that are diehard Fallout people. Now, I'm diehard, but I'm not retarded diehard. I'm diehard. All right? Not just not that far. Okay, so they put in the hundred dollar a year thing to see who would bite the hook. Right. Right. Because think about it. If I'm going to pay a hundred bucks a year, that's a game. It's a, it's, a, it's a game and a half for the year for a broken game. So at least they can at least they're making some money to do what they need to do. Now, everyone has to understand it's a small team doing this. Don't think for a moment that anybody in, in multiple studios is working on this game. It's a small team that's doing this game. Right. Small team, small income, small popular population. They are working for Starfield first. OK, that's where they are. That's what Bethesda is working on now. And right, the majority of it's working on betting, that game right now. Yeah, they are betting that once they're done with their next game, that we will all forget about the travesty that is Fallout 76. I, I think what, what happened when, when Todd says, I don't think he's lying. But I think oh, they're lying. No, no. But I think he's stretching the truth. And what I mean by that is when he says that. It's the everyone from the studio worked on it. Let's just say 400 guys worked on a full fledged game for for three years, right? To release it. Yeah. Everyone in the studio worked on it for like six weeks. Six, yeah, about six weeks to three months. Yeah. Six and then weeks. once they did a year and a half worth of work in that six weeks or three months, whatever you want to call it, okay, the rest of them moved on and the yeah. small team in Austin was working on this game and they were drowning. They're drowning, right? Because you can even tell the face when they were talking about it on stage last year when they were talking about the Battle Royale that they released, right? And they thought it was just going to be a test, and then it blew up, and everyone was loving it. And then Todd's like, you know that's that's staying in the game, right? And you saw the guy who was telling the story. He's like, my reaction was like, holy shit, right? Like, this is just something else in their play that they have to continue now working on. So I don't think he's lying when he said... This is the biggest thing we've worked on, and our whole team from every studio worked on it. I don't think he's lying there. It also doesn't mean that everyone from every studio was working on it. It just means somebody from every studio was working on it, right? What the hell just happened there? Like, my whole my whole camera just shifted. What the hell just happened there? That's weird. Um, <clears throat> oh, okay. Skype's doing something. Um, so, so, basically... I don't feel like he's lying. I just feel like two people from every part of the studio came in and are working on the game. And that's when he says everyone from every studio has been worked on this game. Okay. So here's two things now, Sarge. Do you think Fallout 76? I know, I, I know you can't see that far in the future. Do you think you will ever be interested in Fallout 76 in the future? If they revive it like a no man's sky, if they revive it, like, um, you know, one of those games that came back from the dead, would you be interested uh, in this type of game? Or are you just, I'm sorry, first impressions, I'm done. 
I, I don't I don't ever think it'll be like No Man's Sky because uh, No Man's Sky, they felt bad after what they went through. And as soon as they got the money, instead of running away and just disappearing, he hired more people and they went back and they fixed their game. Right. And that was for the that was for the players. That wasn't for them. They took the money, went right back into the game. They hired more people. And that's what they did. This is a continuation of a cash grab to try to keep it afloat and keep people interested in the IP until they release something else. Okay. Right. That's what this is. For me, I don't care what they do with Fallout 76 at this point. Right. I, w- I would rather play any other post-apocalyptic game right now than to give $1 towards Fallout 76. Okay. So now so uh, so now going forward, right? There's there's job postings of Skyrim 6, right? I forget what the a community manager or someone they're hiring someone now for Skyrim, the next Skyrim. <clears throat> when do you think do you think Skyrim or Starfield's coming out next? Oh, Starfield's a definite. I, I agree with that. Starfield's coming out. Do you think that Starfield, we will get an announcement this E3, and do you think it comes out, E3's in June, okay? Do you think it comes out within one year? Because usually when Bethesda announces a game, it's within the first within that year, okay? Do you think they announce it? Do you think they show something? Or do you think we're still like two years away from Starfield? All right, well... The the one thing that the, the that the industry doesn't talk a lot about is how long it takes for a developing development development team to work with a dev kit of a new system, and because of all the flack that Bethesda is taking right now for their substandard engine and what they're trying to do, even though they keep saying they're going to update it, they're going to update it. I think that we're at this we're at this tipping point now where they're not going to announce anything until they know it's done. And we know this game is not done for this year for the console release. Right, I believe right. I believe they say nothing. They, they might show a still frame of two guys in a garage trying to make fun of themselves that Starfield's being worked on. Like they might do something like that, but they are not showing you anything because not until at least a year out when they figure out how the, how the console can work for them does this game come out. So I'm saying Christmas 21. All right, this is November, 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 2021, November. I I think I think Bethesda announces Starfield this year. Announces Starfield. Like, hey, it's real. Here it is. They show a trailer. People will lose their fucking mind. Because haven't, we haven't seen anything about it. And then doubt Nothing. and then doubt will sink in like, what is it? Is it like Fallout 76? Is it like Fallout 4? Is it multiplayer? They got, is they is they it games of service? Right? They no, they'll show you, they'll show you like this. They'll show you a still picture of something and, and show you Starfield picture and then as the year progresses maybe when we get to the video game awards they'll show an actual like in-depth trailer and then i think you're right i think you're in the ballpark around october you know what let me see when did when did fallout uh for release october release date for that was I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure november that's was November. Was it November? Okay. Fallout 3 was October. Yeah. Okay. Skyrim. Skyrim was November. November. Right? So there you go. There's definitely not coming out this year. They're not going to announce something at at E3 and say, hey, we're coming out in November. In the middle of a new console, in the middle of a new console thing. 
Well, and you're going to buy the downgraded version of it? Well, I actually stand corrected because they did do that. They said Fallout 4 is coming out and it's coming out in November, right? When they did that, they were like, boom, here it is. Yeah, that drop. was six years. All we had to wait was six months. Six months, right? They could. Or five months, really. They could do that with with because the new system's coming out. We know that they're making it for the next gen. Sure. Okay, okay. It could come out this October, November, but I highly doubt it. I think. They'll announce it, show something at E3 this year. They'll show something else at the Video Game Awards. And then next year, 2021, October, November, is when we'll see that. And then Skyrim 6, I'll, I'll 2024? No, I got to be honest with you. Uh, Skyrim's the, the next Elder Scrolls has got to be something special. They have got to be working on some, either a new engine or a completely revamped creation engine there's no way there's no way you can keep pushing what maybe, they're doing maybe they are for the starfield and, and elder scrolls right okay well follow it as a company right think of it this way the whole reason why even though you don't really notice it too much but they're they're, they're angry that they missed out and all this money they could have made for doing mods for skyrim and, and the microtransaction thing that whole time period right is because how many modders know the creation engine that well they do they know it very well. That's why they're able to make those mods incredible. But Bethesda doesn't want people to be able to make mods that they can't control. Right. Right. So they're going to have to either come out with a different engine or, sp or or tweak it to the point where the modders can't be working with their engine in order to make mods for their game. Even though that's the correct way to go because more people would buy the game because modders love that shit. Right. Right. But they want to be able to control what they sell. They don't want modders being able to come in and create whatever they want. So El the, the the new Elder Scroll game, I would think, would have to come out either three or four years after Starfield. Right. Because they want to be able to milk Starfield. Well, that's why I said 2024. Just like, just, yeah, yeah. Just like Grand Theft Auto milked itself for five years. They want to be able to milk the IP before they release a new IP. In the old world, Starfield will release this this year, Okay. And then next year, in 2021, Fallout would come out. Right. Or, I'm sorry, uh, the new Elder Scrolls would come out. That's, what that, that, that's the old way of thinking, but that's done. All right. What about uh, this speculation? New systems are coming out. Fallout 76 was a test. Right? Fallout 76 sure. was 100% a test to see what was going to happen. What about if Xbox comes out, the console comes, and the next... Or this E3, they announce Fallout 76... On the next gen console, and it's part of Game Pass, right? It's part of it's part of Xbox Game Pass. Okay. Well, updated they'll, graphics. They'll, they'll with, do that with thirty-two that times the settings of graphical settings. Okay. What do you think? Do you think that they just tested it out and now they're going to move it over to the next system? Uh, if we if we actually knew what the split was for Game Pass for for current games that are on the system, we could probably talk about this better. But my guess is if the numbers don't change significantly after Wastelanders comes out for the Fallout first uh, price point, then what's probably going to happen is it does go to Game Pass and, and is included because they have to recover some type of money because they'll get a better cut off of people who are playing the game to try it out as opposed to getting trying to people to pay a monthly subscription for a crappy game. You know what I mean? Right. If if the it, I bet you that population wise, they could probably do better if it was on Game Pass and they got a slice of the pie of, of a bigger of a bigger pie 
than trying to milk the people who are still trying to pay 100 bucks a year to play this game. So I would I would agree with that. I would think that would go if depending on what the numbers are this year, I think probably by the fall when the new system comes out, I think that might be credible. That that Fallout 76 goes over to Game Pass. Because they they, that, they, they already correct. have like Fallout and ESO and Bethesda's part of that Game Pass thing, right? And there's rumors that Ubisoft is gonna make Division Two part of the Game Pass. Hasn't been announced yet, but it's rumored. So it just it just seems it just, it seems interesting as, as that part. Um neutralizer. What do you think though if they just announced I think it's producer, right? Let me let me look it up. I think it's a producer thing. Um if they just hired if they just hired Elder Scrolls 6 hiring. No, they're they're still they're working on it. No, no, they're working on it, but they're not they're working, working on it. Um, Listen, 2 days just ago. La- label label it 3 to 5. 3 to 5 when they were when they when they talked about that they were working on it pre-production. Three to five. And we know damn well that Skyrim was worked on for more than five years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Skyrim was worked on for quite a while. I think this I'm trying to remember the spacing between uh, Oblivion and and Skyrim was was quite a while. Okay, so it does say here those now open positions confirm that the next Elder Scrolls is still fairly early in production. And by new news about the state of development is good news, right? So basically, they're just hiring some of the higher-ups in Elder Scrolls Six. Three years, right? We're in 2020 right now. So if they release it, earliest 2023, right? Earliest 2023. I don't, I don't see them going. That's, that's, I, I don't that's see the correct going. timetable. That's the correct timetable. Right. Well, it wasn't really announced... They were they were hurting when they when they did that announcement though right they were like uh we don't really got much uh, let's just throw up there's Starfield Starfield's Starfield's all we're working on Starfield we're working, we're working on Elder on Scrolls it. right I don't I don't think that was an actual announcement there was just more of a yeah we're here we're still we're working here. on it yeah so Starfield definitely coming out no again we're speculating there's no hard evidence but I say 2021 Starfield. And I say 2023 at the earliest, 2024 is going to be Elder Scrolls Six. Again, I don't think they. Production. I don't. I, I don't think they need to come out. There's no way they're coming out with like an Assassin's Creed type of model where they're coming out with Starfield next year in 2021, and then Elder Scrolls in 2022. I don't see that happening. Well, think think about the time frame that you have in between the other AAA companies. That's the other thing, right? Ubisoft's in full retreat. Okay, they're trying to restructure themselves. You're not going to see an Ubisoft game probably for another year to maybe two years. Okay, because they're restructuring. Grand right. Theft Auto is still milking Grand Theft Auto, right? And now they're just trying to tweak Red Dead. So you're not going to see a game from Rockstar probably for a while. I guarantee you, Bully's not coming out. Okay? Well, no, no, no. no. Uh, Grand, Th- Grand Theft Auto Six is in the works. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's probably been in the works for five years. But it's no right. What I'm saying, it's probably still another two years out. Right. I so, don't. I don't want to see don't need, because they don't need. They don't need to release it because they they're, they're fine. You know I, what I mean? I don't want to. You see release it. a game when you need an influx of money, right? Which is on the new system, right? Okay. You need a, you, if you need a game. If you need some money, you got to release a new title, I, right? But they have plenty of cash in reserve. They don't need to release a game. Well, right, but they don't need to release a game because the old system's out. The new system comes out. They want money on that. So, sure. Grand Theft Auto Six is in the works, and I guarantee you that. It'll probably come out within the next two years. I think it'll come out in 2021 as well. I think 2021 is going to be a big year 
for triple a studios well, well here's 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 the here's the little the little rub okay like i look at grand theft auto 5 as like destiny 1 right because how do you beat it what are you supposed to come out with after it without imploding what you have and starting over from scratch so what are you going to do to trump your own game grand theft auto grand theft auto 5 with all its dlcs and all the stuff that it has is incredible right the game by itself the single player game was incredible so now the question is how do you top that how do you top more, that more stuff as as far as story story goes i mean you're talking about there was three characters intertwined in a trailer i mean it was like being in a movie okay so how do you top that sure you can make a bigger map right you're going to tell me you could put all three cities in there now that's great but all that would really mean to me is you're doing three separate cities like we did in san andreas right you're doing the same type of questing but just in three different locations and you get to travel between them don't get me wrong it was cool yeah but it's just more of the same. So what do you do differently in the next Grand Theft Auto game to make it to be like, oh, I got to play this? Like, that's the problem when you make a game that's this good. Grand Theft Auto V, I think, is the pinnacle. I'm actually... Very, very hard to beat it for what it is. I'm actually pretty excited to see what that game looks like on the next-gen consoles, right? Like, all these games that are coming out, next-gen consoles. I'm, like, really, really excited uh, about what well, the graphics listen, intensity is going to be. We have, if we have the SSD, and you got that you got that kind of the, the good RAM that they say they're going to put into the machine, then the load times should be minuscule, and I should be able to run my game at a higher resolution. That's what we, that's what they want, right? That's what everybody wants. So we're, we're running basically pocket PCs is basically what we're doing. Right. Well, moving on from that, okay, the next topic I want to talk about, and this is rumored, and... Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, right? We talked about it last week, being delayed and into September. Okay, there was a, a person... That's that, not polishing, by the way. Right, well... You don't polish there was, for six months. There was a uh, uh, an article written in, in Poland by a guy named Boris Niplinski, I think his, his last name was. And he talked about, in on a podcast, he said... This is before January happened. This was a couple weeks ago. Someone translated it, and he said, if cyberpunk can't get it to work on the old consoles we're talking original not the xbox one s he's talking about the old original xbox one and playstation 4s if they can't get it running smoothly on those consoles by january they're going to delay the game and here we are last week 14 days 10 days ago they announced that they're delaying cyberpunk 2077 now there's nothing to worry about right they just have to polish the game on the older systems because they have to run it. Now, we talked about it last week when, and again, this is just rumored, that the reason that it got delayed is because they can't get it running properly on the original, the old last-gen consoles, right? Did you see what it looked like? Yeah, that, that was on a high-end PC. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it, but did you see what it looked like? Do you really believe, truly believe that the Xbox system currently out right now, even the X... I think, the, I, I like think the X could handle it. Absolutely. I don't think, I think the X S, or the Xbox S is going to struggle with it as well. I think I might not even buy it on console at all because I don't think I'm going to buy a new console right off the bat. Right. And I'd rather play PC. And if I get it for PC, I'm probably not going to stream it because if I want to play it at the max graphics, I can't stream while I'm playing that game. So that might be a game I just enjoy on my own, on my own time. Right. And just not stream it because everyone's not going to watch it anyway, because they don't want to get spoiled for what they what's it's a single player game. They don't want to get spoiled from it. Right. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 tweak. So if it's true that they delayed it because, OK, if 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 
if it's true that it got delayed because of the old gen, I don't think this is a bad thing. Now, they got to get it to work on the old gen. Why? Because that's 99% of gaming systems that are out there right now is old gen consoles. When the new gen comes, system comes out, you'll get people to buy it, a couple of million people to buy it. But the majority of the player base is not going to buy a brand new system. Okay? They have to get their money from this gen system. Right, now, which means they're gonna be it's gonna have to be downgraded to a certain extent. It has to be. Right. So basically what's happening is because they delayed it, and they're like, they said, now Cyberpunk said, or uh, CD Projekt Red said, we have no plans right now to release it to the next gen, right? Working on the next gen. Obviously, they're going to release it for the next gen. You're in this state of, excuse me, you're in this state of brand new systems coming out. Now you're closer to the release date of that. I think they're going to release old gen with the PC in September. New system comes out. They'll probably announce it shortly after they're announced, right? They already made their initial sales, you know, at the start. And then boom, April, April, March, April, May of next year, 2021, I think they'll release Cyberpunk for the next gen, PlayStation 5 and Xbox One Series X, right? Or Xbox, yeah, Series X. What, maybe like spring next year? I think, yeah, I, I'm thinking at least spring next year, I think they'll release Cyberpunk for the new consoles. Okay. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be for the new consoles. I think they're going to they're have a way of just downgrading it and then continue selling it for the upgraded system. Ooh, you know what I mean? Well, right, right. But they're going to wait to sell it because if they come out right away, they're not going to make as much sales, right? If they sell it with the old system, again, majority of the player base will buy it. Okay. Now I said on a podcast, I believe it aired today on our, our GXG micro episodes. I said, if you're, if you're waiting for cyberpunk and you're on a, on console, I wouldn't buy it. <clears throat> I wouldn't buy it on the old gen consoles. If this comes out and it's true that they're waiting because it's not working properly on the PS4 original and the Xbox one, it's probably going to struggle on the S it'll probably be fine on the X but if you have a PC, buy it on PC, okay? If you have a PC, buy it on PC. And if you're going to buy it for the next console, I would just wait. I would wait because we don't even know if it's coming out for the next system. And again, this is my speculation. This is their rumor by Boris, who said he's like the Jason Schreier of, of, in, that, in, that, in the Poland area about coming with credible, credible sources and stuff. So I know a, de- a game developer from um, God of War came out and said, look, optimization does wonders for the game, right? Like God of War was garbage when someone play tested it back in the day before they optimized it and it won game of the year, right? So it's not to say that the optimization is bad or anything on the game. It's just, it's being pigeonholed with the old gen consoles. You look yes. at the game, when they showed that game at E3 a couple years ago, sure I saw is that there's no way that's coming out for this gen. I said right. it, there's no way, okay? And now... They announced this past year saying it's coming out in April. And I was like, wow, they're coming out with the old gen. And now if this is true, I mean, it's self-explanatory. You look at it and go, there's no way it's going to run. Five months, five months is not for polishing. Right. Polishing would be like two months, three months tops. That's polishing. They said said to themselves, the game is done. It's in playable form. And all we're doing is tweaking and bug fixing. Well, that has to be a hell of a bug fix if it's... Uh, if it's uh, five months, right, and additional five months, it's nine months from now, 
right? right. Nine months from now uh, or eight, if you really want to get get technical. But that's a lot of tweaking they have to do. And I believe, I believe, I'll believe this guy, right? Until they say otherwise, I believe it is because of the old gen consoles holding it back. Well, once once again, I I don't look at a delay as bad because no. a game should only be talked about and released when it's done, not when it's kind of done. So I don't mind a delay. Okay, finish your game. I have no problem with that at all. Right. So I I would think if you if you look at it from a business standpoint, I think I think uh, CD Projekt Red is probably comfortable where they are they just don't want a publicity explosion to go through that they released a shitty game right like, or, like an unfinished game look i don't think like, they have loyal they have a good they have a loyal fan base people are, are are comfortable with them they don't mind the fact that they have to delay their game you know what i mean like they don't care Oh, absolutely we talked about this last right? week yeah so uh, waiting to see when the new system comes out maybe maybe it's got something to do with microsoft maybe it's got to do with they don't know exactly what the system's going to release as right right maybe they don't know what is the final production of this system coming out during christmas and by the way the the, the final of it has to be done soon because factories take time to pump out oh yeah no consoles the final is Consoles don't start being produced in October to be sold in November, oh, no, they're guys. Being, they're being like produced right now. Yeah, right, being factories to right be now. producing like, like right now. Right. So it would be interesting to see. I think I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to optimize for the system that's currently getting ready to be released. Correct. That's that's what they're doing. Correct. And they're not going to make any announcement for the new system until after they make their initial sales with this system, right? Correct. Right. Like Cyberpunk's coming I, out. I, on, I would think. I would think a, a standard downgrade, something that's not t- completely noticeable to most people, but I would think that they have to tone down some stuff for the current gen systems. Well, I think that's fine. And, and then and then and then they scale up from there. Well, y- you have to make it look, and even if when it comes out for the next gen, it wasn't created for the next gen, right? It's it's going to be an upscale version of Correct. that. Like games don't start coming out for that system until like first party titles can be right off the bat. Right, if it's a first-party title, like if it's a Microsoft game or Microsoft they Studio, the they already know what was happening years in advance, and they're already working on it. Right, third-party games got the dev kit like eighteen months ago. Okay, so a AAA title that takes three to five years, you're you're talking like two to three years into that life cycle of that console before you start seeing actual games on that hardware. That's why at the tail end of a hardware system. You start see seeing the best all games. these games you'll, coming you'll out. Look, game. look, God but of War, Spider Man. Yes, um, you know, uh, uh, last uh, Death Stranding. All of these games that come out graphically know what they're exponentially need to do for the system. But, but that being said, that means that CD Projekt Red knows exactly the kind of game they're releasing for this system right now. Yes. They know exactly how this game is going to be released for this system. For this system, right, because it's the, system. it's the tail end. It's the tail end. Of the generation, meaning that they Correct. know all they know, they know how far they can push push the system, the, push the system. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I agree, and I don't think I'm I'm not worried about CD Projekt Red making a shitty game. I think it's going to no. look beautiful because if you look at Battlefront, Battlefront Two is one of the most beautiful games I've seen. That's on this system. That's on this gen. I played on Xbox One and Xbox One S. Okay, it's beautiful. The Witcher looked beautiful. Uh, what's another game that just came out? Well, God of War looked beautiful on the PlayStation 4. I don't have a Pro. I have a 4 when I played it. It looked ph- phenomenal. Like, there's games that you look at and you're like, wow, this is just 
fucking amazing. Like, it just looks amazing. So I had no problem with them optimizing and it's going to look good. I'm just worried that, look, if you're going to buy this game and you have a PC, get it for PC. And if you have plans of getting a, a new system, I would wait. I would wait to get it so you have the best experience with that game because the system can run it, okay? So that's just my two cents. But even if it is delayed because of the old-gen systems, I think it's fine. I'm not worried about it. I, I'm, I'm just giving information out there saying, look, this is what they have to deal with. But the end of the, of the life cycle of a console... These devs know what they have. They know what they're doing. They know what they're pushing, what they what they can do with these systems. Where if a new system comes out, they're like, I don't know, can we push it like this? I mean, so that's just the my two cents and Sarge's two cents. Um, the next story I want to talk about, let's talk about, let me bring it up. I mean, what do you guys think, chat? Are you guys going to get it for the new system? Or are you going to get it for the old system? Or are you going to get it for PC? Like, what are you guys, what are you guys interested in? I mean, it, it's not the same. It's not the same universe we're living in. Like when you released the system, there was a bunch of there was like four or five games that was out for the system right there. Boom. We don't have that now. Right. Right. You don't have you don't have first party titles coming out with the system that comes out to brag about. The la I think the last time they did it is when they did Rise. When, right, when Rise, Rise when, when it came and out for Rise, Xbox Rise One. Rise was right. just for visuals. It wasn't even a great game. It was just yeah. for visuals, yeah, just and that was it. Whatever. All right, so <clears throat> next story I want to talk about is Ghostbusters Afterlife, right? The movie that comes out, people were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. The trailer looked interesting. We don't know much about it except for in the trailer, it looks like the kids, uh, one of the kids is related to Egon Spangler, um, and that's his granddaughter or whatever. So Ghostbusters was in up in the air as far as is Bill Murray coming back, uh, and Bill Murray likes to pick his pictures. You know, he came back for the cameo and the odd awful. 2016. I didn't see it, but everyone says it's terrible. Don't bother. Uh, the best part about it, I watched that that pitch meeting on Screen Rant of uh, of the pitch meeting for for Ghostbusters. That was pretty funny. So nothing has sounded like a definite answer yet from Bill Murray today. Following an interview with Murray from a set of a film that he was published on Vanity Fair, fans now have confirmation that they've been looking for and wearing a proton pack is a pain in the butt. Oh, also that Murray and Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and Potts, Annie Potts, and Sigourney Weaver all have stepped onto the set and are officially back. Unfortunately, Rick Moranis will not be returning. Uh, Murray, uh, but they don't... are going to put Hale Ramis's Force Ghost in there. They're oh, gonna, do, they're you gonna, think they're going to do it? Yeah, they're going to do like a, they're going to they're going to do that digitized stunt on somebody else's See, face I, and put him back in the movie. I think what they're going to do. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. No, no, I think what they're going to do. I'm kidding. And I, that, I, would be, that would be rude and crude, bro. No, no, I think I'm this kidding. is what they're going to do. So when Ghostbusters originally released, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi were best friends, okay? John Belushi was actually supposed to play Bill Murray's character in Ghostbusters. He wrote that character for him, okay? Uh, because he died, they actually made Slimer after John Belushi, okay? That's supposed to be John Belushi. Like, they made it... Like, if you look at his face and stuff, it's supposed to be John Belushi. So, saying that, they might make some sort of R2-D2. Yeah, like an homage, like an R2-D2. Like, Slimer is that R2-D2 buddy, you know what I mean, for the Ghostbusters. Like, even in the animated series, Slimer was, like, their friend. He was friend. like a dog. He was like their dog. Exactly. So, what I'm saying is, they'll probably not make Harold Ramis, like, in the flesh, like, there's his ghost. But they'll probably, like... 
you know, like a little little nod to him saying that that is his ghost or that's him in the afterlife. Well, it was his, it was his writing. To, it was his writing to begin with. Right. Him and Dan Aykroyd are yep. the ones that originally wrote it. So uh, going forward, it says that Murray was the star for some of the movies of Jason's father, Ivan Reitman, including the original two Ghostbuster films, Meatballs, Stripes. Jason used the cameo of his father's movies, even uh, decorated his childhood bedroom in the piece of Stan, uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Okay. Murray was also familiar with the co-screening, uh, co-screenwriting of Gil Kennan after directed Murray in the movie adaptation in the city of Amber. Murray agreed to read the afterlife script in spring of 2019 and was very positive towards it. He said the script is good. All right. And he doesn't take scripts lightly. Like he like picks and choose. Like the only way you can get in contact with Eddie, uh, with um, Eddie Murphy, with Bill Murray is that you leave a, a message on his answering machine. Like he has an answering old school answering machine, and it's a number that he gives you, and you just pitch your idea to him on the answering machine, and then he'll get back to you if he if he likes it or not, right? So that's how he takes his his jobs. So through the lines are really interesting. Murray said, and he says it's going to work. So if Murray gives it a nod, it must it must have comedic value, right? It must have this drama as well. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, he also says. When you put the gear on, it's so uncomfortable. It's too heavy. It just stands there with the weight on your back, tilting your spine, right? He, like Bill Murray just hates wearing the fucking proton packs. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what he does. Oh, well, they can't, they can't use fiberglass and LEDs. It's, it's been 25 years plus. You can lighten the load of the damn prop. Well, Come I on. Think, I think sometimes you need, you need the actual realism because sometimes no, you just I, can't I get act. It. I get it. Right? You can use lighter I mean, materials yeah, now. Yeah, they can just put dots on their back and cgi the fuckers on their back right you know what i mean but they still need something to you don't got to put a 50 pound pack on an old guy because you're trying to prove a point right i right. mean let's let's be honest right come on but you Did also you make that <laughs> <laughs> right i wanted to carry a 75 pound bag so, of concrete let's have let's have bill murray let's have bill murray run around with a with two cement blocks around <laughs> his neck uh bill's like 60 now you sure you want him to do it at 70 or whatever so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the new Ghostbusters. I'm glad they're all on board. I'm looking forward to see what happens. Uh, yeah, I don't think Bill Murray is a method actor. I don't think he's going to be doing CrossFit. I don't think he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but he's going to be, be, be doing that type of stuff. Do you think this movie now that the whole cast, besides Rick Moranis, okay? Actually, I think they'd be cool if they made Rick Moranis a ghost, like just made one of his things a ghost because he's still alive. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be out of disrespect or anything. You know what I mean? They could just say that. Well, he you know he died and. There's his ghost or whatever. What do you think about this movie? Are you excited for it? Or are you just like, eh, I don't care. I'm not really going to. Uh, I hope this movie comes out and then they basically erase the last one to, well, out of are. existence. They out are. of existence. This, this is supposed to be the sequel to the to two. Yeah. And the other one doesn't exist anymore. Basically. Right. That's 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 the correct way to Even look at it. Even though this. there is a comic book series that takes the girls and the original cast and cross them in a, in a, in a alternate dimension. I believe yeah. they were, they have to work together. Uh, sure. so I know the director of the girls one wants to do some sort of crossover. I, I just, no, I just hope they don't do that. No, I hope they don't do it. So go find your own movie. Right. To ruin. Right. Go, go find your own movie. Uh, regardless of how good it is, it's going to be protested because how bad the last one was. I don't think so. I think because of the, the original cast is there. I know the original cast was in the last movie as cameos. But they weren't playing themselves, were they? I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. Listen, so I, so I don't know. You, you have to just be able to be able to watch them. When as you get older, you you notice different things about something. You're 
every time you go to a movie theater, it's not supposed to be just because you want to wash the fun over you and you're not going to pay attention to anything that happens in the movie, right? At some point, you start to pay attention to plot and writing and how, how the movie develops, and it's entertaining because you get smarter over time, hopefully. You're not just a mouth breather for the rest of your life, okay? So at some point, you say to yourself, this is a shitty movie, right? You say it's a shitty movie, somebody else likes it, then you get into the argument about, well, why did you think it was shitty? I'm like, well, it was written by a six-year-old. That's why it was shitty. Right. I wasn't entertained by the six-year-old's writing. So if you look at the last Ghostbuster movie, it's done like a little kid wrote it. Like it's not done for like like a, an actual well, movie. Well, first of all, and, and, and once again, was once there again, any lines or was it just ad lib the whole time? Yeah, well, that that's part of the problem, right? But once again, the same thing happens all the time. Anytime we talk about sci-fi fantasy movies, where uh, the you you have to give yourself a little bit more of a disbelief because of the because of the plot, right? You have to understand that you're either in it or you're not. Like, that's why most sci-fi movies don't do well. Because you have to understand sci-fi and give it credibility or not in the first 10 minutes. After that, you'll let a movie go, right? Ghostbusters has been established. We all know what's going on in Ghostbusters, what the techno babble is. You're supposed to write characters, have a good plot, inject it into the movie. Everyone has a good time. And it's not just so far-fetched and retarded. Like you're, like you're being talked down to like you're like a little kid. Like that's that's the main part about it. Like is it an entertaining movie? Based in the Ghostbuster universe, then it's cool. Let's watch the movie. I I don't I don't I don't like when everyone tries to like, defend it like it was real. Okay, right. but but once but once you establish the sci-fi fantasy rules, you have to follow them. You can't just invent new ones in the middle of it and just throw a line in there and then everything's okay. That's not how it works. Right. Right. Exactly. That's not how it works. All right, going from the uh, Ghostbusters, I'm excited to see it. Uh, it actually looks pretty good. And is I'm, it coming uh, out this year? Right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, they've already done. They've already done film filming it. Is it? Is it fall? Is it fall this year? Does it, did they give a release date for that? Oh, wait, yet? did they all of a? They're not done it, filming it. They it started summer? filming it because because uh, I know I know. Um, no, they didn't. They didn't start filming. Yeah, it. they did. Paul Rudd said he's already started to film it. Yeah. Oh, so it's not even done filming yet. No. No, well, oh, no. So we're, look, we're looking Bill at Bill Murray's not even in it yet. They, he we're, said, "Oh, I thought I thought it was this was a story from the past, and they were working on it already." That means it's not coming out till twenty twenty one. Let me see what the actual. You might be right. I think it comes out maybe this year at the end of the year, though. Let me see. I mean, I think I think that they were probably already filming it. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Is there a release date? Oh no no. They've already done filming it. There you go. They've already done filming it. It comes out 2020, July 10th. There, so Bill Murray, movie. Bill Murray, I guess they didn't know if he was in it. And this is an article now that he said he confirms that he was in it and the script was good, right? So that's what it was. Okay, that the article doesn't say it that way, but here it says new cast members were announced in the July 2019, while the original cast signed on to two months later. Ghostbusters Afterlife scheduled to release in the United States on July 10th, 2020. Oh, I'm excited. It's, the, it's this year then, so I'm, I'm good with that. Because, yeah, I remember Paul Rudd being on a show, and he said, yeah, we just got done wrapping it up. Like, he's done filming. And I was like, oh, okay. And then this this comes out, and we didn't know if Dan Aykroyd was in, or um, Bill Murray was in it, and apparently he is. So, good for him. All right, next thing I want to talk about is there's a game coming out that we saw the trailer for, or we didn't see a trailer, we saw a, uh, a snippet at the Video Game Awards. It's Godfall, right? It's the slasher looter that they're 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 labeling it as and this is the trailer that leaked 
okay, leaked on the internet. And this is not PlayStation 5 footage. This is PC footage. Okay, and let's let's take a look at it. I don't need to put the, the music on because it's uh, it's just music. There's no, like, sounds or anything. <clears throat> this is this is Godfall. It looks good. It, it kind of gives me a For Honor type of feel slash Warframe type of feel, right? That's that's what I get out of it. Like the, the, they're running like quad video cards on this bad boy. It looks it looks good, right? Discount Warframe. <clears throat> now it is co-op, right? It is like a, a live service game. This is made by Gearbox. It does look good. I mean, it does look good. And they said that this footage is a year old. Okay. So a year old. Everyone's losing their minds. This is the first PlayStation 5 exclusive. It's on, it's on PC and PlayStation 5. This is their exclusive game for the new console. This is the first game announced for the new console for PlayStation. I think it looks cool. Uh, but here's, here's the thing. If it is like a Destiny... It's only on PlayStation and it's only on PC, so you're that's, mis that's, you're missing out on a whole. Yeah, but that's how it's supposed to be. You got to have a couple games that makes you want to buy the damn system. That's how it's supposed to be. I think this game gets delayed, one hundred percent. Whenever it's supposed to come out, it's going to get pushed back and delayed. I don't think they're they're going to have. Uh, I, I don't think there's a release date announced for it just yet. Well, what's 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 the game for PlayStation when it comes out? What's what's the game that comes out? Because we already know it's Halo Infinite supposed to come out for the Xbox, right? So what's the game for, for PlayStation when it releases the system? They gotta have something. Uh, I w I was gonna say Last of Us Two, but that's coming out this year. That's coming out for the old system. So a new game coming out it could be uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Two. It could be that. That's a, that's an exclusive, right? Uh, obviously, God of War, the next God of War. But that's not coming out right away. That's going to be like two years down the road. Right? So, I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head a PlayStation exclusive. I know PlayStation loves to do the exclusives like one month thing, one year thing. Um, yeah, but you... I, I, find it, I find it interesting that this close to a console release, you got E3 coming up. You know you know the system's coming out in the fall, in, in the fall or holiday season. And and nobody's talking about the game with the system. Yep, I don't, I don't think they nobody's have a talk, game. Nobody's talking about the game with the system. Like I find it weird. Right. If it's also on PC, why would you buy a PS5? Well, it all depends what the price point of PS5. Remember, not everyone owns a PC. A PC is a, a extravagant gift, right? Lots of PCs. Well, you have to you have to be involved. You know, you're dropping a G, right? Well, yeah. Well, if, a lot you're, of people... if you're serious, if you're serious about it, you're dropping a G, right? And I would say majority of America, uh, mom and dad don't go out and drop $1,200 for their kid to play video games on a thing when they can buy a console for $300, right? So right. that that's the thing, right? Not everyone is in financial uh, raining down money and, and going, I'm going to buy a PC because Godfall's coming out, right? For, for just Godfall, right? Mom and dad look at it and go, what do you need the, yeah, what, we, what do you we, need the computer for? Yes, but we've we've talked about this. I in need the to past. check my emails, like mom. Any anybody anybody who's going to school and you work part time, like let's just say you work part time, okay? If you were to put away, right? Part I'm talking about part time work now, okay? Part time work. <laughs> as as a kid working a part time job, you have to put away twenty five bucks a week, okay? Twenty five bucks a week, and you're done. 
Yeah, hell, I'll make it easier for you. How about ten bucks a week? All right, ten bucks a week, you still got it. That's forty okay? bucks a month. Right? You have you have the price for the games. That's only that's that's a long time. Which it's called money over time, genius. Well, no, I understand it, that, but that's, that's only four hundred dollars for the year. We're talking that's, right that, now. That's four hundred eighty dollars for the year. The system, are you gonna get the system or not? And someone says, "Well, I don't know, man. I got school, and I, I don't, I don't work enough." And I, bro, it's gonna be four hundred dollars. We know it's gonna be four hundred dollars, right? So four hundred dollars. You can't make four hundred dollars by you, November. You got to put about eight. by saving money by four hundred. Oh, Come on, dude. Console. Then you're, you're not a gamer. Console. You're talking like, about the console. Yes, dude, oh, the console. I thought you were talking about a PC. I was like, you're going to have to put about $80 no, down a month. No, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about the console. Like, you want a console in the fall and you're, you're a kid and you, want part, you work part-time? Bro, yeah. you have plenty of time to save for this machine. Yeah, for the console, yeah. Plenty of time. For, for the console, yes. But for PC, it's a little different. Yeah, but Tweak, I, I, I think you are a small percentage that mom and dad's buying a PC. Like, I've seen it before on online. I'm sure there's dads and moms out there buying PCs for their for their kids, but that percentage is very small. They would rather purchase a $400 system. You know what I mean? Whatever, Dupless, $500. $400, $500. That's still $500 cheaper than a PC. Okay? That's still $500 cheaper than a PC. 50 bucks a month. Yeah. There you go. Done deal, bro. Yeah. yeah. Done deal. So, I think uh, Godfall looks interesting. Uh, I kind of like hack and slash better than shooting i just feel like you gotta get down and dirty like and gritty and get in there you know what i mean that's why i like playing like melee characters when i play mmos i like getting in there i feel like if you're just back there just shooting stuff i, I just feel like eh. that's that's i think one of the reasons destiny i like destiny but i really like using like the sword in destiny right like i like getting up there and just like slashing people and and Godfall's taking that and running with it, right? But that's why it's also third person because oh, right. when you're doing hack and slash, you got to be far enough back so you can see what the hell's going on. Right. Otherwise, it's shaking all over the yeah. place. So <clears throat> that's that is that. The next one I want to talk about is called. It's an MMO coming out. It's called Last Oasis. It looks pretty pretty interesting. Uh, where is it? Last MMO. Oasis. Last Oasis. Yeah, the Last Oasis. Uh, this is a video. Uh, let me see. Make sure this is loud enough for you guys. Hello, guys. It's Lucas and Chad's from. Dungeon it's going to be a little soft. It's, it's full blast. But if I if I make the volume any louder, Sarge will be too loud. I'll turn myself down. So one of the core features of Last Oasis is its open feet. We have this big and vast land with a lot of players inside, and there's a lot of at stake for every player there. With our beta testers, we figured out that uh, the best way to achieve a PvP balance is through game mechanics. By making the players think about whom they attack. You need to take many things, many variables into consideration. You need to take into consideration the area you're in, the risk you have in attacking, the time it takes to attack, and the resources it costs to attack. So, PvP in Last Oasis doesn't just mean that everyone kills everyone on sight. It actually means that every player needs to consider the risks. I'm going to pause it there for a second. I like what he said there, right? It's a PvP that it's just not just go in there, hack and slash, and everyone fights each other, PvP. You have to, you have, to have a thinking process of like, he didn't say it yet, but there's like you have to have an escape route, right? Like if I'm gonna attack these guys uh, and and the shit goes wrong, where the hell am I going? Like 
have to have certain materials and, and resources to do certain things. You can't just go around just hacking, slashing people and griefing them as as you're playing, which I think is a is a is a neat change to what other other games don't do, right? That's for advanced gamers, for sure. All those values, we found a balance that allows everyone to attack everyone, but not everyone does it all the time. But not every player inside Last Oasis needs to be aggressive. You can actually choose to spend your time building bases, hunting for monsters, harvesting and scavenging for resources. You're like Pirates of the Desert. It's pretty neat. And trading them in the trading station. So imagine this from a strong clan that actually managed to take control of an oasis. As long as they keep this oasis up and running, uh, they will have a constant bonus of resources from those players. So they will Reasons to attack and take bonuses from people. I actually safe and protected. And that those players actually come to their lands. Because rumor will spread that they actually manage to keep their land safe. So, if I'm a pirate, I'm going to think carefully on who to attack inside that oasis that I know that is being well protected by the clan. It's full of riches and a lot of players playing there. So I want to attack them. But now that I get a target in my back, I just can't afford to randomly attack anyone. I need to find the right target that can actually grant me a good loot and actually have a escape route that I know that I can get away from the clan. To make sure that this really works as intended for release, uh, we want to invite clans with experience to our game to help us test this. We are specifically looking for clans with experience in PvP games that are organized. So that's basically it, right? So they, they talk about how they want PvE. Uh, they want experienced clan people, okay? So if you're from playing a different MMO and you have a real organized clan, they want you to come beta test their game. They don't want just any Joe Schmo coming in to beta test it. They got their game down to... They need right. They want they want the pro level people. They want the pro level people to come in to test their game out to make sure it's the best that it could be. It seems interesting. I don't know much about it. Um, let me see if they have a, a website so we, can, we can go to here. Let's see. Um, wish this on Steam Store. Last Oasis GG. There it is. Let's see what this is about. It's a porn site. No, it's a Last GG. If it even opens up here. Don't need that open. Don't need that open. Okay, so keep it moving. The world is dying. Okay. Build walking mobile bases and travel to new lands. Create clans and fight for territory. Resource deplete fast. So take your sword and, sa and scavenge pirate and trade to stay alive. It's in early access right now. It's on Steam. Uh, so you can, you can get that. Let me see what this trailer is. Is this an actual trailer trailer? Yeah. I like the little spider walkers and stuff that they're using. It's pretty neat looking. Reminds me of like Waterworld. Yeah, like steampunk. Yeah. Water world without any water. Yeah, all all these games look really good, and and the the I guess the theories behind them, the lore that they have, is pretty cool. 
But the part that makes or break this kind of game is the thing that makes or breaks all Population. kinds of games like this. Yeah. No, is what kind of combat system do you have? If it's not, if it, it has not, it can't be a button mashing system. It has to be where like you have to. I, I don't want to say as complex as like The Witcher or Batman, but it should be like I I, I have to block. There's certain moves I can't block, and and you learn how your character attacks. It shouldn't just be I, I'm pressing the button as fast as I can. That will make or break this the game. The fighting seems pretty interesting here. I mean, it looks pretty good. I like how you have to build your, your vehicles. I mean, it's 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 like Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's Mad Max with Wild Wild West machines and steampunk. It definitely looks interesting. I like bringing up games like this for people that maybe don't know about it, and they look at it and they're like, "Oh, this looks pretty cool. Look at this massive battle. It's about to happen." Oh, just slammed right into. How do you tell who's who? Uh, I'm assuming blue and red. They they have. Yeah, the machines are no, blue no, and but red, their name actual people. Yeah, but the name tag would probably be up their their title above their head or whatever. Yeah, see, he's got blue. The other guy's got red. Eh. Uh, I will I will label this as very ambitious. Seems interesting. Uh, let's see. Find ways to survive, gather resources, craft equipment, build your walker, improve your skills. Uh, what else we got? You can sign up here. We got uh, we got walkers, melee combat. Prefer to hammer opponents to the distance. You can choose to specialize in onboard weapons like harpoons, clan and warfare. Grow your clan and make alliances to maximize. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of MMOs that come out, and I think the most important thing of this is the actual player base. If you don't have a player base in this. The game lives or dies by your player base, and if but, you don't have a if you don't have a good player I mean, base, that's done. You can't have so many games all the same. You don't have enough players to move around. You can't have all games trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So that's the last Oasis. Uh, there, the next one I want to show you is the other game. Is uh, IGN had it? It's Disintegration. This is a this is a good long gameplay here. I'm waiting for it to kick in here so I can. Can I play it? There it goes. I guess I'll play it and see what happens. This is Disintegration. This is the guys who created one of the guys that worked on Halo back in the day. We saw a small trailer of this. A while ago, this is IGN's first. They they're they're playing the game, so this is pre-beta. I love pre. It's not beta. It's pre-beta. Wasn't that alpha? Yeah, right. Pre-beta is called alpha. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm just thinking. You know, pre pre-beta is alpha. Right Looks really boring. Another so Titanfall. What, what am I looking at? Is it a gun or is it a ship? Yeah, you're like, it looks like you're in a ship or some sort of mech, I think. 
It looks like Titanfall. I thought this was going to be a game like Destiny, where you're, you're open world type of stuff, and if this is if this is what it is, this game won't this game won't survive. If this is what the game is, this game won't survive. I hope there's I hope there's a PVE aspect of it. It's got a little bit of that. Uh, what was another game that came out uh, with the five-on-five -five battleship thing, the hover battleships? What was that called? I don't know. Is it still around today? <laughs> I mean, it was out for a while. I'm not sure who was playing it. I, I think I think it was called Battleship or Starship or something. It was like you actually there was a five-on-five. -five, there was different types of like ships, and you fought like in the atmosphere. That's kind of like what this reminds me of. That and Titanfall. It seems like a mixture of Titanfall meets like Destiny, like feel of it, you know. There's a little bit of Mech Warrior in here. Hell, this game would be much better if you just told us this was a Transformers game. If this was a Transformers game, I'd be like, "Oh, this is dope," but because it's a a new type of game, I'm like, "Eh, same old, same old." I mean, I don't, I don't see anything exciting from this. Chat, what's your first uh, impressions of this? I'm going to fast forward here just to see if anything else happens. Right, someone plays it and is like, you know what? I can make a better game than this. I'm going to make this thing dystopian world where there's mechs. So you mean like Destiny or Warframe? No, no, no. But it's going to be different. You're going to be a bounty hunter and you're you're gonna have machines and hunt people down and right like anthem if you're listening to this on the audio version basically what's on the screen right now is it looks like Titanfall it looks like Titanfall check it out it's called disintegration it doesn't seem like anything popular now I know people that are already lovers of this game are gonna be like well it's it's pre-beta 30. You mean alpha? Right. You mean you mean alpha? Right? So it's got a long way to go. I get that, but if you're showing me this, you're trying now, to get the buzz I'm, out. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the name of that ship game. It, this it, it's is not really be... making it hype for me, you know what I'm saying? Zone B secure. Right, you get that Titanfall 2 Ultimate Edition for six dollars and a couple of months back when Apex came out, so exactly. Sometimes, though, it's not who's first, though, right? If you look at the Battle Royale scene, it wasn't who was first. Because Fortnite came out of fucking nowhere and then just took it and ran, right? So it's not always who's first. It's who does it better, right? And if someone comes out and does it better, then there's no reason to, to come out with another game like it. You're wasting your time. Unless you think you have a better product, which I think most of these companies think they do. You know what this reminds me of? Remember those discs you used to get uh, back in the day in the back of the magazines? Yes. That's what this that's what this reminds yes. me of. Like, oh, what is this? Oh, disintegration. It sounds like you, you pop you pop it in, it, it pops on, you play it, and you just keep playing the disc over and over again because this is about as good as it gets. That's what this reminds me of. Like I get what it is. I think I think it's just it's such a generic looking thing, like it's mechs and what you know, you don't 
It's hard to make something interesting unless you attach it to something. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like. I don't know if it's the person playing. We've literally seen the same containers around the same thing for seven and a half minutes here. It's the, it's the same shit. It doesn't even look exciting. No. Uh, I'm bored looking at it. <laughs> I just want to... I wanted to see what it was. I wanted to see what it was. I didn't watch this beforehand. Hey, Tom, why don't you play this game for 20 minutes and do a review on it? You mean the pre-alpha build? Yeah. All right, look at this game, guys. I'm oh, pre-beta. I'm, I'm running around and I'm shooting stuff. I got a shield and I'm a ship that moves around and... Look at this. I got a gun. I can charge it. I gotta see. There's some more guys over here coming out. Isn't that awesome? Look how awesome that is. is I got a... Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Hunter. Exactly. Disintegration game. Let me see. Do they have a website? Like, I, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna lie. It's hard to come out with something new. It's hard. But that's because you have to actually invent something yourself. Right? You have to build on something and then back it up not just steal somebody else's idea and put some skins on it and say, look at this brand new game I invented. You know, it, making games is difficult. Okay, so the way this looks like, there is a campaign. Let me bring this up. So the game itself, there is a campaign. The campaign experience a full single-player campaign. Oh, there's your mistake right there. A ex experience a full single-player campaign as a Rome soul expert gravel cycle pilot. Command your crew of outlaws on the ground and leverage, uh, leveraging a variety of unique abilities and mastery of your own personal arsenal to dominate the battle. Multiplayer featuring three exciting multiplayer modes. Um, that's a lie. Well, I just watched one of your multiplayer modes, and it wasn't exciting. Okay, so there's three multiplayer exciting modes to play. Uh, Team-based battles require smart coordination, utilizing ground units with individual abilities, and simultaneously maximizing destructive weapons on grava cycles. Players will choose from several crews, each equipment with unique loadout and role in combat. You can sign up for the technical beta sign-up right now. Uh, featured content. Is this is this actual... Let me see. Is this just a trailer? This is the announcement trailer they showed us. Yeah, we saw this two years ago at E3, 2018. So, not much to go with right here so far, but there you go. I mean, I mean wait, like, well, let's be honest. To be fair, right, we, we all talked about this before. Even if, even if, if on social media, nobody's really talking about the game and you, everyone says the game sucks, the game only needs to have X number of people who actually buy it for the development team to make their money back and make a profit on the game. You know what I mean? Right. Every game doesn't have to be a Grand Theft Auto V. Every game doesn't have to be a destiny to succeed. Oh, right. Right. So even though this game to us looks crappy, they might get enough people to actually buy the game, like the game, and play for a year. I've always said and that. And then the company stays solvent. You know what I mean? Like I've always, every game... I've always said that you can't always have a bestseller, blockbuster film. Right. There's always going to be a small player base. As long as that small player base, I don't know how they're making their money, if it costs, if it's free or whatever it is. But as long as they have a small player base that keeps playing the game and keeping them alive, if it's a, if it's a live service game, there's got to be some sort of microtransaction cosmetic type stuff, right? So, that's just that's just the way it goes. So, it doesn't look very exciting, though. Even though it says three exciting multiplayer modes, that one does not look exciting at all. It look, like, I was... like here, Here's how I feel about it. 
I feel as excited about that as I do about that Skull and Bones game that's not going to come out or may come out. It's supposed to come out sometime this year, but I guess it got pushed back or whatever. It's been pushed it, it back looks, multiple it, times. It looks like it looks like an Assassin's Creed Black Flag mini game is what it looks like. Right, right. That's all it looks like. And how 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 long are you going to play a five on five pirate ship game? I. I don't know. I mean, Sea of Thieves is a, a good game because it's, it's open world and you can go wherever you want. That seems like just it seems like For Honor on boats, and For right. Honor five was on, five on yeah. five pirate boats. And, and, and how and long you wasn't that wasn't that good? But they'll come out with it and it'll start dropping and then they'll make a battle royale out of the boats and everyone will be like, yes. Well, I mean, they they literally yes, came out with battle royale boats. Yeah, but they came out with Skull and Bones because of Black Flag. Like that's the reason they had it. Yeah, but how long ago was Black Flag? 20, 2011, 2012, 2013? I'm not, right. I'm not even you've had, sure. You've had plenty of time to make a game about that, man. Let me see. Black Black Flag? When did that come out? If, you guys have had plenty of time to make a game based on that. Come on now. October 2013. Bro! Yeah. Well, this game was... Remember, we saw Skull and Bones back in... It was supposed to release in 2018. They got pushed back to 2019, and they got pushed back indefinitely until whatever. Yeah, because yeah, pirates aren't in. Are they waiting for another pirate movie to come out so they can so they can co co advertise with it or something? Is that what they're waiting for? I mean, from pirates is out, bro. We didn't get it out in time. Here's them sitting behind the desk. Oh man, the pirates are out now, bro. We can't release this game now. We got to wait for either Disney to come out with a pirate movie. They are soon. Or they are. Or or we're gonna have nothing to to promo against with it. The next story I want to talk about is the new PlayStation 5 patent sheds light on the DualShock 5 capabilities. PlayStation 5 patents have been surfacing like mad lately. This comes from uh, Comic Book Gaming. Uh, the patent in question is filled recently by the Sony J Japanese studio, specifically makes notes of new climbing mechanics, more or less in notes that each trigger can represent a character's hand. What the players can tilt the gamepad towards whatever climbing point they want to grab and use the triggers to independently grab the character's left or right hand. Meanwhile, if you pull too lightly, your character grip will be lighter, and the result could be you lose grip and fall. However, if you pull too hard and many damage may damage to break what you've tried to grab at. And of course, to let players know whether or not they're grabbing too light or too hard, the controller can vibrate and can conform, uh, vibrate or game can give visual cues. Uh, meanwhile, on the other new mechanic of the patent mentioned is a cutting mechanic. So say players are holding a chainsaw and the controller vibration and audio reflects that and saw is not cutting anything. However, once cutting objects, you feel not only the material of what you're, you're cutting via the haptic feedback, but through the triggers, for example, if you're cutting through some thick uh, and harder surfaces, you'll get more resistance in the triggers. Meanwhile, if you're cutting through butter, you won't feel a thing. Basically, you'll be getting an increased feedback, which should go uh, along the way of certain games like racing tilting uh, titles and even something like Star Wars, where you can cut through everything with the VI lightsaber. Of course, none of this game-changing, but it gives you an idea of how some of the DualShock 5's more minor features can change a moment-a-moment -moment gameplay experience. Uh, so there you go. So what do you think? Do you want to sit here and do this when you're when you're I'm climbing up a wall? And I'm doing this, and I'm I'm holding the trigger, so I'm like left, right, left, right. Is this something? Is this something? And I'm not making fun of it. 
I mean, that's what it sounds like they're they're explaining, right? Like it can move. Is that something you would do in your everyday when you're playing a game? Like why? What? What? First of all, what about my controller vibrating so much that I kill my battery? The battery's dead. Else? Right. 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 My 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 visuals are awesome. My controller vibrates for thirty minutes for every hour session. My batteries die instantaneously. I get it. You want it to feel realistic, right? But the realism comes from the world of VR and like Ready Player One when I'm in the game at that point. Like if I'm still sitting on a couch with a controller in my hand, I don't want to do extra stuff to do the most minuscule thing. Right. Right. If I'm climbing a wall, I can just press towards the look, wall guys, and I'm, climb the wall. Look, guys, I'm playing. I'm playing a game. Look at me. Right. You're like sweating bullets. You're like, ah. Yeah, like I don't I don't understand. I, I get you want to be immersed. Immersed to me is being able to put like a dark room, a big screen TV, and I think I'm in the world I'm in. I don't understand this whole wanting the controller to be exactly like somebody that that's VR, man. That's VR. Well, I, I have an issue. Like I just played I just played Tomb Raider. Now Tomb Raider has a shit ton of climbing things. I can't imagine playing twelve hours of this while I'm while I'm playing the game. Like I'd be like, this is fucking retarded. I just I just want to jump on a wall and just want to climb and just let me move. Like vibration of me moving is fine. Like, oh, wow, I'm really climbing, right? But if I had to do this with my controller and and synchronize my fingers as I'm clapping stuff and lighter touch or harder touch, I don't want to crush the wall or crush the wall. Like, oh look, some things need to be changed and they're groundbreaking. Last week for uh, for CES. I watched a video of someone talking to their faucet so, so they can make it two cups of water, okay? Like, it was so hard to open up the faucet, look at a measuring cup, and go, two cups, shut the water off. No, now I have to look at my faucet and go, uh, such and such, tell the faucet to give two cups of water. And then wave my hand in front of it to activate it. It's like, why do I have to take 15 steps to do this, right? Just this. I don't, I don't know why... People come up with certain Here, here's, things. Here's 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 the next innovation for for consoles, right? And for controllers, and forget about that. It's, it's software. Ready? I want AI improved across the board. I want AI for any enemies in any game to be more advanced. I want realistic AI, not retarded AI, not OP AI. I want more realistic AI. They 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 stopped caring about AI, guys. You know this because we've seen good AI in the past, and they just stopped caring. Okay. I want good AI. That's number one, right? And I want combat systems in a game to be more realistic, not just button mashing. So you run up to somebody and like try to gank them. Like there should be learning your character, whatever character it might be. If he's a if he's a quick character or a slow character, they each have pros and cons. And your your button combinations. I I, I almost want to say like a Street Fighter game, but not that crazy, right? A certain button combination you can do for your attack, and then the other guy has to learn what combination can defend against that, like an actual visceral combat, not just button mashing. Right. And then the longer you play, the more complex the moves get, and you learn how to do more complex combos. I. That's how. That's what I'm looking for. I love the combat system in Spider-Man and Batman. That to me is the best fighting mechanics that you can have in a video game, and I just can't imagine if I had to, like, 
do this type of stuff to to make my character move because I would like like Hunter said the first thing I do is turn off my vibration. I, I turn the vibration off. I, I have it on for some things, but I'm just used to it. But I'm like, why is my battery dying so fast? Right? It happens so fast. I, I I don't need the vibration and I don't need the headache of doing this while I'm climbing a wall. You know what I mean? So that's that's for the dual shock capabilities. What do you guys think, chat? Is this something that you would uh, be interested in? For for PlayStation is the Dual Shocks. I don't even like the controller for my PlayStation. I don't even know where my PlayStation controller is. I I have no. I mean, what's the difference? Why is everyone so it, like it, this? Is PlayStation? This is Xbox. Like no, that's all the, it is. No, PlayStation's controller is much smaller. The Xbox controller feels just just perfect in your so, hand. So PlayStation, all all it has to do is make the make the controller a little wider. That's all it has but to they do. They can't because it's patented. Not pets going wider with your same controller. No, no, no. Not it's, it's not. It's not wider. Wider. It's just the way it's formed. Xbox has won awards for their for their their control. That's why most people conform to making that controller work with their systems, right? Hence why Apple's like, yeah, we're using the Microsoft controller for if you want to play uh, XCloud, it it syncs up right right with the with the wireless controller. That's why Google said. For the Stadia, yeah, you can use your Xbox controller. Like they know they've they've mastered the controller. They they the controller just feels really good with Xbox. PlayStation, you're like this, and if you use a Wii remote, oh my god! When I play, when I that's the one thing I hate. I knew it when I saw Switch way back when. I was like, I'm gonna get a cramp like playing a game like this, and you do. My hands lock up. I'm playing I'm playing Mario Kart, and I got my thumbs in Mario Party, and I'm like I'm giving the claw, the death claw. I got like three fingers, and they're bending. And I'm using. It's 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 a pain in the ass, man. That, that's because that's because a Wii and a Switch isn't made for you. No, it's made. Oh for yeah, a no. Child. It's perfect for my five year old son. Right. He's like he's perfect for him, right? Not too big, not too small. It's like Goldilocks. Okay, mine. It's it's like this is ridiculous, ridiculous. All right, the next thing I want to talk about is the Xbox. It's got ports, man. It's got ports. Everyone's freaking out about ports. What does it have? I want to see the back like, side. How many ports do you think it's supposed to have? I got to see the back uh, the, side The new of Xbox it. Series X, everything's Wi-Fi. There's no ports. Everything's Wi-Fi. Right. So the 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 back of it, where where is this picture? Show me show me the picture. There it is. It's on Twitter. There there's the ports. I'll show you guys in in 2 seconds. Let me let me just bring up this picture if I if I can. Why won't it let me Oh, 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 okay. So there, there's, there's the picture. There's the backside. Those of you that like porn, here it is. It's the backside of the Xbox Series X. All the holes. It's got a uh, this big, large one in the center is for data, which will probably not be in the final, um, the final finished product of it. That's for like moving, moving information for the for the dev kit. Uh, you got an HDMI cord. You got a power plug at the bottom. You got your internet port. You got two USBs, and you got the audio uh, optical. Now, the problem I see here is they're missing an HDMI port, right? There's only one HDMI port right now on the back of my Xbox One and One S. Okay, I could plug in my PlayStation into my Xbox, okay, and like go through it, or my cable box through my Xbox, and it's like all inclusive into into the one pass through, right? I don't see that happening here. I think it's just the one. So I think Xbox and Microsoft is abandoning the set-top box idea that they had way back when. They're like, well, it's just... Right? So I don't know. They're calling it fake. I mean, 
it could be fake, but it looks pretty damn good considering it says product name, placeholder, prototype, and it has a fucking serial number, which I'm sure whoever took the picture of this is probably fired now. It <laughs> is never going to get a dev kit again because they know what system they gave to people. That's what they why the serial number is there. So I don't know. I don't know. This is a prototype, it says, and it has a serial number on there with a barcode. So we don't know. We don't know. <clears throat> NSFW Xbox picks. No, there's there's two. And then there's a person that actually made a drawing of it because they didn't show their their version of it because they know they would get fired or they would never get a dev kit again. So he hand drew what the back of it was, okay? And it's exactly the same as this one, okay? So you can say it's fake, but two sources line up together. And yes, I guess it's the internet and everything's fake now. But uh, yeah, so that's the uh, the new thing. And I'm assuming it can go sideways, even though you still don't see... Uh, listen, I don't trust. Like listen, I don't trust any disk drive that's vertical. I don't trust it. I, every time I've had a machine where I had, a, even the PlayStation Two did it. If I had a disk that was vertical and spinning inside that thing, I've had scratches on my discs every time they were vertical. Every time, I refuse. I refuse to put a disk in the machine and run off a disk that's vertical. They'd be stupid to make it only vertical. They'd be stupid to make it only vertical. <clears throat> uh, well, you could you could bump a you can bump a thing you know like Duplis like if I had yeah but I, I've bumped I've bumped the machine no, that, that was horizontal that, never worked that way no that's what I'm saying though like well no because it's flat right and if you bump it it's not gonna go when it's like this and you bump it it's gonna move right that's just it's called gravity I mean that's just yeah, what happens exactly right so I don't know I I just think the if they're abandoning the the pass through like they, they had before. I mean, I really don't personally care what the back of it looks like. As long as it has an HDMI port to put in and, a, and an internet cable, I can plug in. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. So I think that's all the, uh, the topics that we had today, which is okay. Cause we're right. We're right on the, cause we started a little late, but it's okay. We're, we're, we're like perfect on time. So that is the end of the show. Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 201 is in the can. We're here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can listen and watch us over on YouTube, past broadcasts. I still haven't uploaded 200 yet. If you want to watch these things or listen to these things, get here on Thursdays. If you can't listen or watch on live, you can wait for it to come out on YouTube.com slash 30 and still gaming. And you can also wait until it comes out on audio format on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and a whole bunch of other uh, sections. Make sure you check out the podcast. Thank you very much, Brain. Uh, over there, I do a daily podcast. Sarge hasn't joined me yet. I've done 23 episodes every single day at noon Eastern time is when the next episode goes on. If you like to... I made it easier for people to comment and share. If you want to comment on that actual podcast, there is a Discord channel. You can go to Discord. If you don't know the Discord, I believe this is the actual Discord. Is that going to work? Mm, oh, I missed a, I missed a thing. I missed a thing. Yep, there it is. Thank you. 
click on that. You can go down to where it says GXG Micro Episodes Talk, uh, and you can comment. They're all listed there. So every day at noon, I'll post a new one in the in the conversation. When you go listen to it, you can go comment in there, and if you just put what episode you're listening to, response to episode 23, 24, 25, whatever it is. Uh, so that is up there for you guys to start to chime in on what your thoughts are. Because I do these micro episodes, I really like doing this format of just smaller episodes of take one topic and bring it in and talk about it and give you my thoughts. I like doing that. So make sure you check that out. And if you're not following on any of the platforms, make sure you hit all the follow buttons. Follow Sarge on Twitter. Follow me at Twitter at 30 and Still Gaming. Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. You can follow the actual show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter as well. And that's it. We're playing some uh, ESO. After this, I'm going to take about a 10, 15-minute break, and then we'll be back for the uh, the dungeon stuff. All right? Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience... Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.